0: Hello and welcome to Shady Grove Radio. I'm Dan Loggins. This is episode number 36 and it's part two of our interview with Pastor Todd and Michelle Reynolds, lead pastor, senior pastor at Shady Grove Wesleyan Church, and how their 2020 transpired. 2020, a memorable year for all of us, especially For Pastor Todd and Michelle, because Michelle, a year ago, tomorrow, January 14th, received a cancer diagnosis that was quite dire. I mean, it was serious. And they have told this story and really shared from their heart their experience from that day, a year ago, January 14th, up until now, and how the Lord walked with them each step of the way, and how there were questions and there were concerns and there were things that happened they didn't understand. But they're going to share all of that with us in this part two. If you did, if you missed part one, go back and listen to the previous podcast. Part two, though, is fascinating of how all of this came together for them. So uh, just sit back and enjoy listening. Share it with a friend. Share it with someone else for encouragement, because it is very a very, very encouraging story. We're going to start with a few clips from last week just to bring you up to date.
1: I was just in shock. I mean, you know, because like I said, you know, I'd kind of been in denial with it. It was kind of surreal. Now, Michelle was calm and had a sense of peace. You know, I was falling apart.
2: I do remember just the peace coming over me. Like God just laid his hand on me and said, Michelle, everything's going to be okay. Todd was all to pieces. I looked at him and told him that he was going to have to pull it together.
1: I remember Michelle just looked at me and she says, I'm okay. God has given me a peace about this. You know, I was just like, well, I wish he'd give it to both of (laughs) us. You know?
0: (laughs) And we're going to pick up the story now from the point where the first doctor visit and they told Todd and Michelle that they thought Michelle had cancer and that she was going to have to go for further tests. And I asked them, what was the ride home like after that discussion with the doctor?
1: I don't remember much of the ride home. I do think Michelle had been sick all the night before, and uh, had not eaten, so I think we did go by Chick Fil A. <laughs> because
2: kind of... Chick Fil A is my favorite, yeah. and
0: and you know. Krispy Kreme maybe. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I don't think we went by Krispy Kreme. No, we,
2: just Chick Fil A that day.
1: You know, I remember we came home, and like I don't remember much about the ride home, and just for getting home. Or I remember my brother called me when we got home. That's where I remember just kind of. I couldn't talk to him. You know, he knew we'd gone to the doctor and stuff, but that's when it just really just hit me. You know, I couldn't talk to him on the phone, and I was just overwhelmed at that point. But, you know, I I had gone. I was in a different room from her for the first time, and, and, you know, that's where I first lost it completely.
0: Do you remember, Todd and Michelle, question for both of you, do you remember the first time you prayed about this after the diagnosis? If I remember right, it was that evening. It's just like
1: everything started moving so fast. We got home that afternoon. She was wiped out from the appointment. So, you know, she went to bed and laid down. And, you know, I had finally talked to my brother, and then um, I went over to the district office and talked to Jerry. And let him know what was going on, let Pastor Jerry know what was happening. So it was probably that night when we first
0: prayed about it, just started trying to piece together things. Your son, Andrew, how did you tell him? Did you call him right away or was it the next day? We We talked to him that
1: night after he finished work that day. We just told him what was going on, told him what they suspected. We didn't call him at work. We let him finish that day at work. And Partly, too, because we didn't know. All we knew is they were making an appointment for us. We didn't know exactly what was coming up the next
0: couple days ourselves. There was an incident where you told the doctor something about your faith. Tell me about that incident.
2: The first time that I met Dr. Shallowick, he came in the hospital room. I remember Jerry and Jean Allen were there, Todd and I was there, and Andrew was there. And he put up on the screen a picture of the tumor, and it covered my whole stomach area. He said, "Miss Rimmel, you have cancer. He said that all these white areas that you see on this slide is is cancer. And he said, This is very serious and he said, We're gonna to need to operate right away and I I just looked at him and I said Dr. Shalowick, I said, I'm a woman of faith. Everything's going to be okay. And he just looked at me kind of funny.
1: He just had a blank look on his face. And he just said, well, he said something to the effect that we're all going to need that faith that hold on to it. But I don't think he had ever really had that
0: reaction before. Todd, what did you think when Michelle said that.
1: It was just, you know, when you're in that situation, and I mean, that that day, that Wednesday, you know, she went to the the first doctor on Tuesday. They called us late Tuesday night. We ended up going to the hospital first thing that Wednesday morning, and I mean, it was just a whirlwind of tests, and her going here, there, everything, and so it was late that evening, late, when he first came in and met. We'd met people on his team, and and so you're just kind of just in a daze with everything going on, but when she said that, it was just kind of like a snapback to, you know, yeah, we, we're not going through this alone, that we are different. We are people of faith and we have a hope beyond just medical hope. And so, you know, it was just a kind of
0: a reality check to remember who you are. And and then you had surgery at some point and then the recovery. What what did they tell you after the surgery and you're, you're out of the recovery and they're giving you some updates? What did they say?
1: The surgery would have been the next day, Thursday, and she was in surgery about six hours or so and it was that was kind of unreal too because they had told us they were just going to have to work her in like a work in they suspected it was going to be late morning or around noon before they started but then Shell called me like seven o'clock that morning because i'd come home that night and told me you know they're already starting to prep her and for surgery so andrew and i rushed to get there before she goes in her tumor was so large when she come out of surgery the first thing she started saying to me was look at my stomach it's flat now <laughs> so and then uh, they asked her where she had been before she went under the anesthesia they kept telling her to go to your happy place and they asked her where that was and she said the beach but somehow she ended up at walmart when she was in <laughs> surgery so i'm not sure what happened there but so uh, it's just so much going on and then you know as in the waiting room i think by the time we ended up we had 15 20 people out there just Sitting with me and Andrew, and just learn the value of relationships through all this.
0: And then you you came home from the hospital, Michelle. And again, this was a year ago this month that all that happened. I mean, the surgery, the the diagnosis, the surgery, everything. How did the year unfold for you after you got home? And and. Uh, up to where we are today
2: well i came home and recovered from surgery for about two weeks my sister-in-law and brother and todd's mom and dad they took turns coming helping to take care of me my sister-in-law was a nurse she was wonderful helping me get keep my medicine straight she kept my pain level down she was just a real blessing to me so 2 weeks i think it's about 2 weeks after the surgery i went back to see Dr Shalowick and uh, Andrew me and Andrew and Todd went to see him I walked in his office they stood they stayed in the waiting room and I walked in his office and he said Miss Reynolds I don't have good news for you he said do you want me to tell you now or do you want me to wait and tell you with with your husband and your son and I said well you can you can wait and tell me then they came in the in the office and dr. Shalowick said that I had staged Three ovarian cancer and it is spread to my lymph node so they were going to do six rounds of chemo on me they were going to give me about two more weeks to heal you know, from the surgery and then they would start chemo so i stayed at home healed up for about two more weeks and and i remember i started feeling really good I was able to go and see my mom. My mom's in a nursing home. I was able to go see her. I was just able to kind of get out and do some things, and I just felt good because it was such a relief to have that large tumor out of my stomach. I started going to, trying to have chemo. So they put me on some different cycles of chemo, and the first cycle I was on, I had a had really bad reactions finally found a dose and that I could take and when they found this dose it was a blessing because the first dose they were gonna give me was gonna take like six hours to give me this chemo. And this other dose that they put me on only took two hours. That was a blessing and that just shows that the the Lord had his hand the whole thing. Everything that happened
0: when you said you you felt bad and then after the surge of recovery and you started feeling much better, do you remember the first time you went outside or got in the car, rode around? Oh, yeah.
2: I remember... It was before I could hardly stand up. I couldn't stand up for any length of time because I was in so much pain. I just remember being able to drive in the car and I was able to walk into the nursing home and be able to see my mom and thought, I'm, I'm just starting to feel better. I think everything is going to be all right. That was just the first just kind of sign of relief for me that, that, you know, I was going to, you know, I felt like I was going to be all right.
0: Then you went through the chemotherapy. How long did that last? When was the last chemotherapy for you?
2: It lasted for six months. My last treatment was the first of July, July 1st. How
0: have you felt since then?
2: Well, I have good days and I have bad days. It's really took a toll on me. The chemo has. I feel better as as the months, progress and all but it just takes a it just takes a long time to recover and to get the chemo out of your system it just does such a, a work on all your body
0: Todd at one point told me about you going to the beach tell me that story
2: since i have cancer i feel like i look at life through new eyes now I things that i took for granted before i don't i I don't take for granted anymore, or things that I thought were so serious, maybe, and I got so upset about them, I think that, you know, it's just things, I just look at things different. Well, this summer, we always go to the beach with Todd's family every summer, and I remember walking out on the beach, and I just remember looking at the ocean, and I I just thought oh it's just so beautiful here thank you lord for this beautiful ocean and thank you for just letting me be able to come and thank you just for letting me just be alive just to be able to be here and enjoy this time with my with my family which todd's family is my family so every since then i just feel like each day is a blessing that god gives god gives me and god gives us and I just think, you know, that each day I try to look for the good in each day and, and just the blessing that God God has given me.
0: You know, I don't think I've ever stood on the beach and said, God, thank you for this beautiful ocean or anything like that before. I, I don't know if you had ever done that before, but it sounds like no. that. I mean God just opened your eyes to some things that common things that we see every day and you saw it completely different.
2: Yes, yes, most definitely. I had never went to the beach and looked at the beach. I may say, Oh goodness, look at the trash or (laughs) something like that on the you know, in the sand but but I just, just totally different.
0: Why? Here's a question for both of you. Why do you think God let this happen? Because He certainly could have stopped it.
1: Michelle's looking at me. I guess I'm supposed to answer the preacher questions <laughs> of why. <laughs> you know, I don't know that. We know why, and I don't know that we'll ever know. We've asked it, but I don't know that we'll ever know it. I just know that through it, he has done things that I don't think would have ever happened without it. He uses it. We've seen things and and learned to love each other deeper and better than we ever have. Our relationship's totally different, stronger now. And I think each of us would say our relationship with the Lord's stronger. I don't know why, but I think sometimes when bad things happen to people, they they question God, they quit on God. But Michelle and I, we're not quitting on each other and we're not quitting on God just because things happen that are out of our control. I don't know why, but I just know that He's been with us every step of this journey.
0: I, I put on the notes here. I put, are you any are you more saved than you were previously? <laughs> I don't even know how to yeah. ask that question. What's your spiritual life now like now that's different from a year ago? because a year ago at this time, uh, Michelle may have not been feeling well, but you certainly didn't weren't looking at cancer. How, how's your spiritual life changed?
1: I think for me it's it, it's deeper it's more real my relationship with the lord through all this has been like an anchor when i felt like everything was caving in i would kind of hide away Write journal. It's just got a different reality to it than it had even before. And Christ has been my anchor through this, and kind of stabilizing. And you know, there's moments where I still lose it, and moments where I still question, and and things. But that reality comes back, and you realize what He's brought you through, and how things are different.
0: What does God's word mean to you guys now? You you were you were Bible readers before. How do you see that differently now?
2: Well, with me, Dan, to be quite honest with you, I wasn't in the Word like I needed to be in the Word until all this happened. It just made my devotion life so much stronger. I craved knowledge, I think, I guess what you would say from from God. I craved answers. I wanted, you know, to know more of God and to be just to be closer to God again, especially in my Bible reading. It's really changed me. And and, you know, it's helped me grow.
0: Michelle, if I if I called you today and I mean, I hope I would never have to do this. But if I if I called you guys, I said, Todd and Michelle, my wife just got diagnosed with very serious cancer. What what would you say back to me?
2: First of all, I would tell you that we would walk through this with you. I would be there for you. I think I would tell you that you would just have to take this. You and Jill would have to take it, take it a day at a time. You just have to lean on God and trust God to get you through. Because they would be hard days. I wouldn't lie to you. They would be very hard days at the beginning. But then as the father you get, got along with your journey, that there they they were good days. There were things to, to look forward to. There's things that grow you as people, that bring you closer with your family.
1: I would also say that even out of all that, that God will bring, if you, if you trust him, if you hold on to him, he'll bring good through it. We've seen a lot of good come through it, not just in us, but in different relationships. It seems like so many people at the church have been through cancer and the door's been open for her to have a ministry to them and send cards and things that, you know, she wouldn't have had before. And then with us, I've told people before, we have probably cried more this last year than we ever have but we've also probably laughed more this year than we ever have so you just learn a different appreciation and like she said you learn to take one day at a time to cherish one another and to hold on to Christ through it
0: what you what are you guys gonna do on january the 14th of this year
1: probably go to chick-fil-a and Krispy Kreme because <laughs> that's how we roll
0: <laughs> that sounds like a good plan
1: I'm a big spender, so I'll probably let her supersize that day. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, I but.
2: think um I think Dan, well, here lately, I've I've looked back a lot, I've reflected a lot on you know this time last year. I guess it's because it's the anniversary. I think I've been a little bit more emotional than normal, but I think you know it's just a day to. Of, a thanks to God that I'm, you know, I'm still here. He's given me another year to live.
0: Amen to that. It's interesting, Todd Michelle. I've known this. You've known this. Some people don't realize a pastor and his wife
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: are regular people, aren't you?
2: Yes, most definitely.
0: Todd doesn't come home in the evening and start breaking bread and it multiplies <laughs> and all of a sudden there's a basket of fish there. It doesn't work that way, does it? No, no. <laughs> He, do, he doesn't walk on water and, and you know, find coins and fishes mouths and that kind of thing. In other words, you guys, y'all, you know, y'all wear the same sandals that everybody else wears. And this year, like for many people, this year has been such a test for you. And here we are on the anniversary of it. And you're giving God the praise for him. Yeah. Well, guys... Is there anything else you want to share with the with the Shady Grove Church family here on Shady Grove Radio about your your journey for, for 2020?
1: You know, I would just say that part of the work that I think God has brought through this, bringing us to Shady Grove, I think he used that to open up our hearts to change and what we were ready for in ministry. We've only been at the church short time now, but already so many people have reached out to us in so many different ways to just love, Love on us and accept us people are even you know michelle's connection has been very limited because of covid and just trying to be safe so many people have just already loved on us and you know we just appreciate that so much and and even when we talked to the board at the very beginning we were just very honest and said here's our situation and you take us on this is what you're taking on everybody on the board was very open and supportive and everybody at the church has been that way and and we're just so thankful for that we we don't feel like we're walking this journey alone so many people have supported us and have been walking with us
0: as we we just have a few minutes left so as we close i know sometimes i ask you to pray pastor Todd and I, I'm going to do that again this time but I'm just wondering if you would would you you would be willing to pray for the sheep of your flock the people at Shady Grove because we've been through some things this year and some of our people have been through some incredibly difficult things this year. We're all wondering about 2021, and your story, yours and Michelle's story, just brings such hope. I think the peace is contagious, just to hear how you guys have walked through this and how the Lord went through it with you. If you would, you guys, if y'all would just take a, a minute here and pray for the people of Shady Grove and for the upcoming year and the uncertainty that it brings and the reliable God that we serve. Be
1: glad to, Dan. Let's pray. Father, we do thank you. For just your faithfulness, because it's your faithfulness that your word says is made new every morning that we have hope. Lord, we all go through situations in life that bring anxiety, that bring questions, that bring situations that we never thought we would be in. I pray for the church people. Lord, you know people who are walking through things even right now maybe because of uh, cancer or covid or another illness or because of loss of loved ones and grief and lord just all the challenges that life in a in a broken and a fallen world brings and I pray, first of all, Lord, that you just remind them of your presence, that you are there with us, that you um, never leave us alone, that you never forsake us. Father, I pray that you not only remind them of your presence, but Lord, as a church family, we walk through these things together, that you remind them that we are there for one another, that we are a family, that we are the body of Christ. And Father, that As you lay one another on our hearts, that we'll just not throw up a prayer, but we'll reach out, we'll call, we'll send cards to one another, and just encourage one another and be there for one another. Father, we just thank you for all you've done and all that you're going to do. We look forward to this year. We know that there'll be difficulties and there'll be trials, but we know that you will walk with us every step of the way, and we just thank
0: you for your presence. Amen. Michelle, thank you for your time and for your story tonight.
2: Oh sure, Dan, thank you.
0: And and we want to have you guys back on Shady Grove Radio sometime. And I'm sure you have more stories Good to. Later, <laughs> I'm sure you have more stories to tell on Pastor Todd's. And you guys, y'all have a wonderful time at Chick Fil A. Okay.
1: We will, man.
0: What a delightful couple, Pastor Todd and Michelle are. It's just wonderful to do this interview with them and to count them as friends and to have them in ministry at Shady Grove. This story is fascinating. And in my process of editing this story, when I went through the interview and then going back through and editing the story and listening to it over and over again, wow, it has really touched my heart. And it's it's to hear Michelle say, that the Lord told her that everything was going to be all right is so reassuring that we too can have that uh, reassurance in anything that we're going to go through. 2021, the Lord knows what's ahead and it's all in His hands and we're trusting Him for it. Thank you so much for listening to Shady Grove Radio. Thank you for joining us today on Shady Grove Radio. I'm Dan Loggins, and if you have any questions about anything you heard on Shady Grove Radio today, send me an email, dan at shadygroveradio.com. Dan at shadygroveradio.com.